You know, so there's there's like bad and bougie. There's a level right below that, which is uh, sad and dirty. And that was what I felt like. <laughs> I was one step below bad and bougie. Bad and bougie to sad and dirty over the course of no, an hour. No, bad and bougie was my... <laughs> oh, yes. No, <laughs> no, just boozy. Just boozy <laughs> or shameless and boozy. Like You're still <laughs> drinking the screwdriver instead of the coffee. Listen, I'll pour a little more orange juice in. How's that sound? <laughs> Spoken like someone who clearly doesn't have a you, problem. You have two mugs in front of you. One is a one contains a screwdriver. One contains a cup of black coffee. You have to go to work in two hours. Which do you choose? This is a prisoner's experiment. Dad, you're drinking so much. Look, I'll pour more orange juice in. I don't know what you want from me. So glad I don't have kids yet. Look, <laughs> that you know of. That took, <laughs> it, it took me. It took me less than five minutes from saying I wasn't going to spend the whole episode making fun of Mike to immediately start making fun of Mike. I'm an easy target. What can I say? It's okay. I feel uh, feel a lot better about today's subject material than I did last week's. Oh. Yeah. There's your segue. Segue into what? Welcoming people to the Song Topsy Report? No. Well, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone. <laughs> I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. And you bastard! <laughs> And just Mike Russell and nobody else. It has been a month. I really did a better job the last. Th- well, no, not you didn't. Last you did the week. same thing last time. No, I fucked up last week. Um, let's try. You got through one episode so far without doing that. I am Mike Russell, and I'm <laughs> Stephen Trollinger. And guys, I have a question. What day is it going to be? Uh, what day are we recording this? On a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? What day is it going to be three days from now? Uh, well, I believe... It's a rhetorical question. There's a very obvious answer. Oh, uh, no. Remember remember when I was trying to get him to say Nookie for oh, the Nookie episode? I do remember. Remember how it took me ten minutes to do it? Yes! So you should really, you should really be tempering your expectations for how this lead-in is going to work. All right, well, Mike, I'm just going to... Uh, I'll give you a big hint right now. 7 a.m. waking up in the morning Gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs Gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal Oh, it's the 12! What? Does that ring any bells? <laughs> Anyone remembering 2011 just being on the internet? Oh, just when the greatest hit single was dropped. Remember two minutes ago when I said I felt a lot better about this week's subject than last week's? I, I was horribly wrong. <laughs> I was completely incorrect. That That fast? That fast. <laughs> Give I, me Big Lurch again. Because I couldn't... I, could, I, I never... I mean... I was like, okay, all right. I know how this is going to be. I know how bad this is going to be. I, you know, it's gonna. I, but you I, almost I'm, forget. I'm yeah. I, like in the middle of the song, like I saw it, I had prepared myself, and then I got to the bus stop. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> oh right. That so do they just completely abandon meter there? <laughs> uh, in case you are unaware, you were just listening to Friday by Rebecca Black, which they wouldn't be if they had read the episode title before they hit play. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of people who just put blind faith in us and just hit play in the next episode. We got to cater to them too. <laughs> and Friday was a viral video 
hit. If by viral, do you mean infectious? Yes. And life-threatening and requiring copious amounts of medication, then yes, that is exactly <laughs> All what All of the above. <laughs> viral video hit from 2011 and is frequently cited as the, either the worst song or video or both of all time. Oh, let's give it its due credit. It is an equally terrible song and music video. Though, I, though I believe, I believe in terms of YouTube's rankings, it is currently sitting at number four. Number one, number fourth wor- disliked video. Disliked video in the world. Number one is, of course, by uh, by my personal arch nemesis, Justin Bieber, and the song "Baby." And and just just below those two at like number ten is the beheading of some Christians by the uh, the ISIS terrorists. Is that right? <laughs> this song is more hated. The song in this video than ISIS hated. beheading videos. I th- I was gonna say it's in poor taste, but I think you're technically right. I'm technically. It's on YouTube, folks, and there's more dislikes for Rebecca Black's Friday than those. But yet, also, it is still not number one. It is not even the best at being terrible. It's four. <laughs> like, it just it, failed it, on every conceivable level. The best it could hope for is that it was, like, two spots above that Rick Perry... Um, Never gonna give... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, uh, Rick Perry does uh, Rick Rolls. Yeah, when Rick Perry Rick Rolls you? Yeah. No, uh, no, Mike, that's not a real video. Mike's eyes Mike's lit up. I'm looking it up. Oh, my God. Uh, no, no, no. There was like a political ad he did years ago, I guess when he was running for president, where he was basically trying to scare uh, ultra-conservative Christians into being worried about gays in the military. Not like you need to scare those folks into being, into being worried <laughs> about that. They're in a constant state of terror every waking moment but like, already. That video is still not as disliked as the video and song for this, for Rebecca Black. Oh, my God. People were more like, all right, you know, like, that's... That's that's terrible that you did that, Rick Perry. But at least you know there's a there's a maintained rhythm and meter to the video. You know, like someone there's production values. <laughs> um, the last time I checked, I think it said it had amassed 2.7 million not views, 2.7 million dislikes. Yo, so I uh, I did some calculation. What? So that's like you can make fifteen thousand dollars off every million views, right? I've heard different numbers, but so let's if we're going let's with just that. say she made thirty grand off people not liking her video. That's I not... don't think she got all of that. We'll actually discuss her whole issue with the uh, record company that produced this song. But yeah, so this song it had amassed at the time of its release one hundred and sixty-six million views. It was one of the most watched YouTube videos of all time at the time it was released. But we cannot. So you've most likely heard the song, but we cannot talk about the song without really placing the blame. Rebecca Black, the artist who actually performs the song, gets so much crap that she does not deserve. She was a 13-year-old girl when she did this. She did not write the song. We will discuss the real culprits of that. She has very, very little to do with any of this. Her her biggest contribution is show up and mouth words. That is her whole contribution to this. Yes, our goal... I'm not even counting singing. I'm not even... Because she didn't do most of the singing. A robot did most of the singing. Soft co- software did the singing. Straight facts you got there. But this poor girl got so much harassment placed on her when really the blame, if you want to actually go after who is the culprit behind this song, we have to dig a little bit deeper and that is what we are going to do today on this episode of the Song Topsy Report. 
Just like John Benet Ramsey, the real culprit lies with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, oh, oh crap! My God. <laughs> oh crap! Guys, last week was so offensive and terrible. This week I can't wait. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes on Rebecca Black's like episode, that. we're gonna spend three hours diving into John Benet Ramsey and how clearly it was her father. I mean, just look at the evidence. <laughs> oh, I do this to myself. All right, so we cannot properly tell the story in the history of Friday without going into Arc Music Factory. Now, you've it's heard... Unlike C&C Music Factory, what they actually produce is not music. <laughs> Arc Music Factory was... Now, I say was in the past tense because based on everything I researched, they don't really seem to exist anymore. There's a website. The website still works, but the last post... And by the way, the website looks like it was done in like 2006... Uh, the last post news post was from 2012. So, if they're still act, if they're still a thing, they haven't been active in four years. I'm assuming that the 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 sheer awfulness of this song somehow opened up a rip in space time. I would I would wager some sort of singularity, like the Philadelphia experiment, where it dis the company and the building itself disappeared within the singularity, traveled forward in time. And then, uh, and then came back and got lost within the uh, within the within the uh, the background the background of uh, of reality. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's what happened. Arc Music Factory uh, was a music composition company founded in 2010 by Patrice Wilson and Clarence J. Now, Clarence we're not going to talk about much because he left in 2011, and this made Patrice Wilson the CEO of the company. Now, you might not know the name Patrice Wilson, but you have seen him if you have watched the music video to Friday, and you recall a rapping section a little bit later on in the song, that was the CEO of Arc Music Factory. He, yeah, he's he's that old guy driving around in his car rapping like simultaneously with these uh, 14-year-old girls. Yeah, saying no, it. like 12. <laughs> We're going to get to the video, but like because you, you, you've all seen it. She is in a car with a bunch of 12-year-olds who in no way, shape, or form could actually have their driver's license. Absolutely not. And she's debating which seat she wants to get. I'm getting ahead of myself, but you better kick it in the back seat. You gotta be 16 to be up front wearing a seatbelt, right? Is that how it works? Is that? Yeah, when she says, "Gotta make my mind up which seat can I take," she's assessing the risks of if she's in an accident, which position will give her the most chance to survive when your car is being driven by a 12 year old. I mean, also considering no one in that car is wearing their seatbelt, I'm going to assume all yeah. of them will be dead soon. <laughs> all right. So, what was Arc Music Factory? A- according to an LA Times article, quote. A vanity label of sorts, ARC auditions young talent, many of whom approach the company through their parents. Hold your John Benet Ramsey comment. For a fee, usually between $2,000 and $4,000, hopeful celebs in the making are given a song to record as well as time with a producer engineer, um, which at the time was Clarence J. A photo shoot, image consulting, a music video, and promotion. The singer owns the rights to the master recording, and Ark owns the publishing rights to the song. So, it's like pay four grand to become famous, essentially. So, just like uh, the Millionaires episode, I'm going to once again point out that, boy, I sure am glad I spent tens of thousands of dollars on college. And a further several thousand dollars on glasses and headshots and and a reel and all of that. When apparently I could have just plunked down four grand to Patrice Wilson. To Patrice Wilson, went in, had everyone do all the work for me, had a robot sing a song for me, <laughs> and just 
just become famous and make money off of that. Did you know? Did you, I'm going to skip ahead because I'm going to get to this immediately. Did you know she performed this fucking song on The Tonight Show? I did. On The Tonight Show. No, Stephen Colbert and a whole bunch of other comedians. No, that was on Jimmy Fallon, I think. They did a version of this with like a huge production value. No, but she performed it on the when Jay Leno was on The Tonight Show. I did not know that. Yeah. She performed it on The Tonight Show. Do you know how many gr- good to great stand-up comedians go through their entire careers for that particular honor and never got it? But sh- her mom gave some idiots four grand to produce a terrible song that enough people hated <laughs> that through some sort of confluence of awfulness allowed her to become famous. It just shows that it's not just self-deprecation in comedy that can get you, but it's like like audience deprecation of your comedy that can get you on Jay Leno. So But you can't you can't you just, just need be, to be hated by enough people. But you have to cross some boundary. I don't know where that line falls, but to be bad enough to go as insanely viral as this song did, you have to you have to it almost takes a kind of talent. It's 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 a catchy kind of bad, you know, you know. It's like a catchy kind of like this is because like you know it, it works a lot like a really good plague, you know, like where you get it and, and you need to give it to the person next to you. Like like you hear Friday and you're like someone else needs to hear this right now. Someone else needs to just hear how terrible a song is. And then you share it, share it, and then it just, like, spreads. Thank you, Mike, for the very literal definition of a viral video hit. But that is interesting because it... (laughs) You're making it really hard for me to keep my promise. Steve, you've already broken your promise. Stop trying. But isn't it interesting you mention that? Because especially when it comes to news, it is um, a known fact that bad news travels faster than good news. Like, bad news is what people are interested in and will share. I almost wonder if you could draw a parallel to bad music. Like, this song is... Are you more inclined to share a song that you love or a song that is so bad you can't believe it? To go back to the point you made, though, about it takes it takes some kind of talent to make something that bad, That I, I could maybe even buy into that if she had anything to do with any production of this particular song. She didn't. So there's no talent involved because she didn't do any of it. She has a blossoming music career now as an independent Which is artist. Also unfair. <laughs> she hasn't really. She's released like maybe half a dozen singles over the past few years. But More she's singles still, than I've released. That, that that is true. Get on that. But you know what? We we're, we got to talk about the real culprit here. We can't we, we 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 can't be focused on the poor child who got caught up in the middle of this. So, Patrice Wilson, who is he? Uh. It was actually interesting. Like I knew, I like I knew already that he was the, the the guy who rapped in Friday was the guy who wrote the song. But I didn't really know much about him. He's something of a Renaissance man, actually. He was born in Nigeria. He sang in church as a kid. Was very involved with the church there. Um, he toured Europe as a Europe as a young adult singing. Uh, he lived in Slovak. He he speaks fluent Slovak. He toured Europe. Europe was on a Slovak show. And over the process, can speak fluent Slovak, and he almost represented Nigeria in the 2000 Olympics. He was almost a runner in the Olympics. He was going to run for Nigeria. Yeah, represent Nigeria. 
He's gonna be like, "Yo, hundred meter dash, I got this shit." Or he's gonna run the the torch. No, he was not gonna be the. I don't think he's gonna be the torch bearer. I think it's a whole 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 separate category. Oh, no, so he's really fast. I, I was, yes, he's an Olympian. Yes, he, he he was Olympic quality, but he was more passionate about the music. He just wasn't really feeling that. Yeah, that's the mistake Usain Bolt made. <laughs> Why didn't he, he pursue his music? He should have kept with. He should have kept with the music. Obviously, that was going to get him places. He must live with regret every single day. I know, right? That poor man. That he he's not following choice. his. Yeah, he's not following his passion. He clearly hasn't aligned with like his higher. That poor Olympian. He could have had almost three million dislikes on YouTube if he fucking stuck with it. I know. Have you heard the new album by Bolt? <laughs> called running from my life <laughs> so uh patrice wilson moved to the united states in 1999 um married a spokane woman in 2008 they moved to california together in 2010 and literally 2011 is when friday came out so he formed this music company with this idea to bring young up-and-comers groom them into stars and within a year he'd already had friday under his belt wow what what a genius to get such shitty music in such short time. I mean, I mean, is that what we're complimenting about? I mean, there there is something we said about like the American, you know, the he American duped. dream, the success story. <laughs> he moved to the United States and became very well, you know, well known. He became very successful. There's there's something to be said for that. I maintain that he is neither of those things. <laughs> what do you think he is, Steve? I'm, well, more successful than I am, so I gotta give. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Look where we are right now. Look where he is right now. <clears throat> so yeah, so the idea behind Ark, get rich kids, but mostly their parents. Get their rich parents who want a relatively affordable shot at getting pop song and music video producer to see their if their kids have a shot at you know becoming big pop stars. That's kind of the the, the shtick for it. And Rebecca Black was one of the first and. To the state, biggest example of that. I gotta say, there's something about Rebecca. She, listen, with what she was dealt, she (laughs) did the title of the second (laughs) album. There's something about Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) No, but with what she was dealt, I gotta say, she did a good job. Yeah, she did a good job because you know what? Hate it, love it, whatever. Friday's catchy. It. The way she says Friday, it gets stuck in it, and you will sit anytime it comes on, and you know the song, you're going to sing it. You're going to sing along with it. You're not going to care. You will hate it, or you'll love it. I, I, I kind of like it. Well, <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> Let's play it now and see if that happens all over again. 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Got to be fresh. Got to go downstairs. Got to have my bowl. Got to have cereal. Seeing everything. The time is going to. Okay, good. For a second there, I was worried because the first thing she said was, I got to have my bowl. And then there was a split second there before the next lyric where I was like, what are you smoking, you underage person? But then, oh, got to have cereal. Okay, thank God. For a second there, I thought this song was going to no, like delve I, into and something. I, hang on, I just heard this for the first time. There's a little like echo under cereal. Like, hang on. Listen. Go downstairs, gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Cereal. Now, it's funny. Like, they really wanted to accentuate that. You no, know, it's funny, though. I like how Steve is assuming it's still an innocent statement, but... You could have your bowl, smoke a bowl, and then still have cereal. Like speaking from personal experience, Michael. I am breakfast of champions. Listen, I oh man, if I could, that would have been the true full platter buffet of breakfast. I'll have Wheaties, a screwdriver, a cup of coffee, and a bowl of cereal. Let's do it. 
That's not funny because like that's actually kind of what you've had for breakfast. I didn't have the cereal. Oh yes. <laughs> I didn't have the part that had actual sustenance. I didn't have the nutrition or the thing that fills my stomach up. I just had the liquor. You know, the alcoholics listening to this podcast are gonna be real pissed at you guys. <laughs> I think they'll just be angry in general anyway, so I don't care. Time is going, ticking on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. So, so hold on. Yeah, what the? F- if she's waiting at the bus stop, why is she waiting for a car? That's all I want to know. No, I think she has to catch the bus, but then her plans change when her friends come. You see what it is? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dissection of the uh, of the peer pressure. Yes, of the it's a real class, commentary on classist it. peer pressure that <sighs> poor kids feel when their rich friends show up in their convertible and are like, "Do you want to ride with us?" And you got to hide the fact that you're poor because you don't want them to pity you. It's a, it's a, it, it, it just really pierces the veil. It brings back the curtain on that. Mm. Or it's about the fact that she, like the car drove up with her friends and she's gonna get in it. It is one of those two things. Right. Well, wait. Now, call me, call me, call me crazy. I want to go on your, your peer, every time, your peer pressure uh, aspect of it. Um, she's got four friends breaking the law right now, if you think about it. I can't see that man driving space, but I can guarantee he's not old enough to be oh, driving. Hang, hang on, hang on. I'll play a little bit more. Oh, look at that kid. There he is. <laughs> he is 12 years old. He's got this mop haircut, and he is driving a convertible. What up, ladies? I just stole my, my mom's my mom's Audi. What do you say you jump in, and we go to school? Fuck the bus. We'll be all right. Yeah, because if you steal your mom's <laughs> expensive car, the first place you want to take it to is school. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off lied. <laughs> What a responsible badass. <laughs> Do I kick Becky's ass out of the front seat? Because someone's in the front seat. Yeah, there's two people in the front seat. I think the back seat is the only place she would have room for. So yeah, unless she's going to kick poor she's Becky gonna, out. She's going to take the front seat. What she, can she take? Have you seen a photo of Rebecca Black? I think she could kick ass. Oh, yeah. No, no, she, she, she's a scrapper, no doubt. Yeah. Wait, is this whole song just a literal description of her Friday? It is either that or it is working on 20 different levels. Right? I keep feeling like I should be reading more into this, but I can't. There's like a shield of stupid preventing me from getting to it. <laughs> Listen, I think the chorus of this song, the chorus of this masterpiece, really dives into what the true meaning is all about. It's Friday, Friday. And so, now they are in prom dresses and driving. Now it's the no, same now car. It's, it's, it's the time. same car, but the kid who was driving it, who whose mom's car it was, is not in the picture anymore. No, nah, he wasn't cool enough to chill. So the girls just stole his car. Well, maybe this is like a fantasy because, like, yeah, the entire car has changed. The people in the car have changed. But I don't know. To your point, 
is it actually just about a Friday? I, I Steve, I think it might be. I mean, what? Okay. I, I don't know if it's a consequence of where I grew up or if I just went to a really lame high school. At which high school has uh do do in which which high school do people celebrate their Friday by dressing up in gowns and taking their convertible out for a night on the town? I don't know which high school does it, but, but the bigger question is what middle school does that because these are twelve year olds. They're not even in high school. See, that's the problem. Now, I had a Mustang convertible when I was seventeen. And I had a I had a fourteen. What a great decision by your parents! And I had a fourteen year old girlfriend, so she could have been in it technically. But okay, let me <laughs> let's let's break this down. Let's break down what. No, he just we said. already discussed the four three year rule. We don't need to get into it. I'm just saying. Can I ask at least what you said had one? Can I ask what happened to that vehicle? Yes, you may. So, it was. It was a. It was a Friday. <laughs> Much like Rebecca Black's. Much like Rebecca Black's. I was I was by my lonesome journeying up to the far reaches of Saranac out in the boonies of upstate New York. I kind of... I suppose... You know, it's up for debate, but the police officer decided <laughs> I may have slightly fallen asleep at the wheel. Okay, and you can see the tire tracks in the snow. It was the winter time, and the car slowly veers off to the right, and then just goes down an embankment very steeply into a swamp. And I freaking totaled the Mustang. And I'll tell you, I came to as I'm coming to the swamp, going no, 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 and then boom, I hit, I hit the swamp. And a, an inflatable raft flies out of my passenger seat. What? And uh, my airbag comes out and doesn't hit me. Did no work. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, where did the inflatable raft come from? Uh, so if you didn't know this, Nick, um, the passenger seat airbag is frightening because of how big it is. It is like a giant... It's five, size, five times the size of the car. It is five... Yes, man. It's huge. It is a, It is way bigger than the airbag coming out of the driver's side. Because I like looked over and it just, like, just flew out. It was crazy. Um, yeah, so I totaled my Mustang. Conver- how, how many car accidents have you been in? Between, so, so we've got this one. We got the one from a couple the, weeks ago. The rainbow ago, room. Where, where you saw the blue building and had it caused Everyone needed to see the building. I have no regrets. <laughs> That's two. Two is already way more car accidents than most people get into. All right. Well, listen. Well, what, what? Now, it all depends on what counts as an accident. You know what I mean? It's fine. I know, all I, 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 I can take away from this, the only thing I need to, which is never get into a car with Mike Russell. Yes. Whether he's driving well, or the passenger. Although the I would back. love to hear a song describing Mike Russell's average Friday, just so we can compare and contrast how different it is from Rebecca Black's. <laughs> Getting trashed on Friday, Friday. <laughs> Everybody's looking forward to see if I'm alive the next day. <laughs> Saturday's a eulogy, you know? <laughs> oh, no, that's sad. <laughs> I, I like being alive. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Driving on the highway, cruising so fast, I want time to slap. Fun, fun, think about fun. You know what it is. But what is it, Rebecca? What is it? She makes don't, a big assumption. Don't talk to me like you know me. 
Come on. You know what it is. Fun, fun, think about fun. I, I'm, okay. Uh, given given what's occurred in this song already, I, I feel like my idea is going to be vastly different from what you're actually talking about, so I'm not going to say anything and let you finish your sentence. Apparently, fun is going over the speed limit on the highway, sitting on top of the seats, not even not in safe. the seat. No seat belts, mind you. That's what fun is. If Mike Russell had been driving Rebecca Black in this video, she would have been dead long ago. Oh, oh, uh, sadly, that's a fact. Because once you hit the swamp, I have, where I have, the I have killed many people. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Rebecca Black would have been catapulted into the swamp, would have sunk. Mike Russell, asleep at the wheel, would have been responsible for that. You'd be in jail with Big Lurch right now. <laughs> yeah, let's keep bringing that back. <laughs> oh, Big Lurch. This, you got this, my friend is by my right Hey, I got this, you got this Wait a second, wait a second She says, my friend is by my right Points, so there's at least There's three other girls in the car with her My friend is at my right Points to the one on her right And then there's one at her left Who's like, just Well, yeah, fuck me too, Rebecca oh, okay. Black, I guess I guess I don't belong here I'm just surrounded by a bunch of bitches But this chick right here This is my gal pal <laughs> Yeah, the fact she has to specify that in the car, you know. And you know what it is. Yes. Because we should know the beef. If you don't know the beef Rebecca Black's got with these other biddies. Yeah, that's the real story of the song. I want to know what her problem is. Well, first off, she ditched the entire car full of people initially because they're all gone. She's now in a completely different car with only one friend. Do you think she just burns through friends, like, really quickly? She, just like she burns through seats, man. Fronts yeah, and bags. She's, she's <laughs> car jumping with different people. I don't know. There might, there, might be, there might be a darker underbelly to Rebecca Black's relationship with her friends that the song is only just hinting at. She is faced with an impossible dilemma for at least two verses now as to where she's going to sit in a goddamn car. And I don't, what I don't get is the song and the video were conceived at the same time by Arc Music Factory. So they knew what they wanted the video to be in relation to the lyrics. And every time that part comes up, which seat can I take, it still doesn't make sense. Decide where you're going to sit in the car and move on. Well, also, once you're... In the car riding, get over it. It's too You're late. You're in the back. You made, your pe- you made your bed, you lay in it, Rebecca I, Black. I feel like the guy who, who wrote the lyrics like cut and pasted the second verse into this verse and then forgot he did it. Like It was just a placeholder. Yeah. So like, I'll think of something else later. And then, like, he, he and was then they were recording the and it was too late. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the Okay, so she's made it now to like some sort of outdoor party at night, surrounded by other like twelve-year-olds who all have cars parked. So there were a ton of irresponsible twelve-year-olds with no parental supervision, I'm sure, driving to a party in the woods. What is this, Long Island? <laughs> this is exactly what John Lithgow was worried about in that seminal classic, Footloose. <laughs> yes, this whole song is just the prequel to Footloose. This is how. This a- is what dancing gets you, Nick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip ahead past this little bit. Oh, you're gonna some, skip wait, ahead past you... the part where they just say the title of the song over and over again? Yeah, maybe we should do that. <laughs> well, that's two thirds of the song. Oh, I like where uh, Rebecca Black decides to become a calendar. Great. 
Oh, thank God. I was worried for a second. I almost forgot what day came before Friday. Thank God she was here. Uh, Rebecca, what day is the day after Friday? <laughs> that's, that's a different song for another week. Well, no, she, she addresses it actually immediately after. Gonna have a ball today. Tomorrow is Saturday and Sunday comes after this yes, was a good idea. To, but the, tomorrow is Saturday, comma, and Sunday comes afterwards. You know, Ark was deep in writing, and he's like, holy shit, guys. Holy shit. People are going to wonder, what happens after Friday? What happens after the glory that is? <laughs> Kicking in the front and back seat and living it up and being excited. What? What comes next? It's like, yo, we gotta we gotta condense that section though, because this is about Friday, but we'll just say Saturdays <laughs> tomorrow. And Sundays afterwards. Also, they gave up. They gave up on like meter. They gave up yes. on the very And Sunday comes afterwards. They, they the very essence of songwriting, they gave up on it at least halfway through. So like, oh yeah, they'll fit, I guess. We'll fit whatever I come up with, it'll fit. What the hell are we talking about Saturday and Sunday when the song's about Friday? I don't even know why they even brought it up. That's yes, actually that's very... What, uh, that's what you're concerned about. I'm concerned there's way... Yeah, when, when I'm listening to a song called Friday, I don't want to hear about Saturday. I don't care about Sunday. I'm only interested in Friday. Tell me how great Friday is and how much fun we're having on Friday. Because I can't make it out Saturday, okay? I'm going to work. I don't know what condition I'm going to be in on Saturday, okay? So let's just focus on Friday right now. Oh, but after this section, this is where the evil mastermind behind the whole thing starts chiming in. What a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> so he is obviously capable of making decent music that fit like a rhyme scheme and a meter and a rhythm. He's obviously good at that. He just saved it for himself. You almost wonder if he's actually really secretly just trying to promote himself, make it seem like... No, I'm not wondering that. I don't wonder that at all. I see the best in people, okay? And it still hurts every time that trust is betrayed. He just said he's a lane jockey, and those are the worst kind of drivers. I don't know if anyone else experiences people changing lanes... And jumping, I'm just relieved. Twelve-year-olds like are the worst kind of. Driver. Yeah, I'm just relieved to see an adult driving. Like it makes me feel more comfortable. Th- and thank God it's not full of a car of fourteen-year-old girls. Like, oh. like <laughs> the Mike Russell Express. That was only in high school. Okay, I was. It was a three. <laughs> doesn't matter. The three-year rule. Three-year rule. So yes, yeah, so this is Patrice Wilson. Who, by the way, I didn't even get to mention it, but there was also a whole. Um, legal issue involving the ownership of the song. Oh, I thought legal issue with what? Okay. With the ownership of the song, okay? This is not a Mike Russell thing. I was just saying, you should have Googled the rules real quick, you know? <laughs> well, no, so, so, so this guy... No, I'm not Googling the rules, Mike. I don't need to Google the rules. Pretty sure you get put on a list if you do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're already on so many lists based on your search history. 
this podcast was really a terrible idea for you because I feel like I feel like what 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 people who don't know you are coming across are coming across about you with is Mike Russell, drunken pederast. <laughs> There was a hey. point I was trying to make before all this. Yes, it was about uh, the legal issues that came up with Rebecca Black's mother and Patrice Wilson, the uh, responsible driver currently rapping in the song. So it was over the ownership of the song because it was a ledge that Arc Music failed to fulfill the terms of their November 2010 agreement by not giving Rebecca Black the song and video's master recordings. Um now, ARC founder, Patrice Wilson, stated that she would get the master tracks of the song and they can have it all, uh, but apparently there were some issues with that. And I didn't know this, but in June 2011, ARC Music Factory started charging $2.99 to watch the music video for this on YouTube. There's a brief period of time where they were charging people 3 bucks to watch this. It, due to the legality weird loopholes. Based on based on that information you gave me, it has cemented in my mind 100% that Patrice never expected to have anyone ever be successful while under his charge. It is patently obvious that this whole thing from the beginning was a scheme to get money from uh, helicopter parents who wanted their kids to get famous and never expected to actually have to work to get someone famous. Like, he... The second he realized, oh shit, I can actually make more money now because someone actually got famous out of my work. Uh, uh, shit, quick, break all the rules. Uh, yeah, keep everything. Uh, uh, charge him to watch the video. Charge three bucks to watch. I can rent a full length movie on iTunes made by a cast and directors for I can three dollars. I can watch The Godfather in standard definition for three dollars. <laughs> Or Rebecca Black's Friday. No, he's terrible. I, I, I was just thinking of Chinese food. He does a song. He's yes. in Chinese food. Which, we, which who knows? We could probably cover every Arc Media Factor, Arc Music Factory's songs because they're all so like bad. Every every two months, we just bring in Arc Factory shit. No, it's ter- no. He and I think Steve's right. I think he is setting these people up doomed to fail, while at the same time trying to make himself look kind of good. Yeah, but also just like getting that four G's yeah. every time. Yeah, why does he need to be in rapping in the song to promote someone else? That's the question, Nick. Why is he in it? And he goes on. What did that contribute to the song? If the whole song was that and more of that. It it wouldn't be famous for being bad. It would just be a regular old mediocre like rap song. Yes. It's Rebecca Black who brings that element. Yes. Of Rebecca Black and Autotune, the software. I didn't know I could just have a robot sing for me the whole time. I would have jumped on board. <laughs> and this is actually the end of any new lyrics. Shockingly enough, this terrible song about Friday doesn't necessarily have tons of lyrical depth. Yeah! Gotta get down. You have no choice in the matter. <laughs> but this poor girl, so she was, at the time... She was recording the song. She was in a private school. She got bullied so much in that private school after the song came out that she w- moved to public school, which was even worse. She was bullied <laughs> yeah. in public school. Who, who goes, who goes, oh, man, I'm being bullied. You know where I can go, where I can feel safe and secure? 
public school. Where there are even more people, more terrible middle schoolers. Uh, so, so, Nick, you can relate to her because she eventually was uh, homeschooled. Yes, she right? left the public school and was homeschooled. And you know what? That'll <laughs> make it better. <laughs> her mom makes fun of her every night. <laughs> hey, Rebecca, have you heard this song? You know, you know, mom, you made me do this. You know what's going to make things better is for her to be under the watchful 24-7 eye of the woman that forced that her in. That put her in this position to begin with. Hey, guess what day it is, Rebecca? Shut up, Mom. Shut up, Mom. <laughs> every seven days, Mom. <laughs> and do you know what happens tomorrow? It's Saturday. And Sunday comes afterwards. But, but yeah, in a way, uh, my life arc has kind of followed Rebecca Black's, or hers has followed mine. Middle school was a terrible experience for me. I was homeschooled for two years. And look how I turned out. I don't have any viral hits or successful songs under my belt. So it's worse. Yes. It's worse for you. If only you could have met Petraeus. Petraeus? <laughs> if only it? you could have met General David Petraeus. <laughs> Are you about to get geopolitical again? No. Then you too could have gone on to make horrible military-style decisions. <laughs> and Nick, I can't Rebecca wait. Rebecca Black is the General Petraeus of music. Nick, I want you to start a Kickstarter. Okay. So you can pay ARC... Whatever the fuck. What is it? It Arc, doesn't exist Arc anymore. media factory. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it, or Arc it, music factory. It, it was sucked into a black hole, remember? Well, all right. We'll find the new Arc, and I want Nick to, to sing a song about you know, being gluten intolerant. I think it would be great. I think we'd get him a nice music video. Gluten, Everybody's gluten. suffering from an autoimmune disorder. Uh, yeah. Gluten, gluten. Got to avoid that Gluten. Gluten-free, gluten-free, yeah! Gluten-free, gluten-free, yeah! Sad, 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 sad. I just can't eat anything. <laughs> I'll work on that, Mike. <laughs> okay. No, I think we got it. I think that was it. Yeah! I mean, and it was already automatically recorded. We're just, we're good, I think. Yes! We were, you, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me get my career to the point where it needed to be. Hey, Nate, just don't forget about me, you know, when it... <laughs> uh, when, when I'm all the way up there, I'm not going to forget about the people who put me there, man. Well, I mean, that's essentially it for Friday. I mean, there's nothing more that one can discuss. It, it was, was a thing that happened. I'm it glad it happened, though. Because she's now tried to have, like, an actual music... This was the only song she did with Arc Music Factory. She left them behind after the whole lawsuit issue thing. And she's been producing music independently. And she then. she got to host um what awards show? Some sort she of she hosted an award she show. She hosted y'all. God, I hope it was the Razzies. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I want to look it up. I want to look it up. I don't have my phone. Well, no, she has some accomplishments under her belt. We, we can't take that from her. And like I said, I I I I do not place any of the blame of how terrible this song came out on her. She she was just a kid who wanted to you know start a music career. And it seemed or she like, didn't, and her mom forced her or, to. Or that, or that. The jury's still out. Mr. Russell, what is your song topsy report then on how the song died? How did the song die? Oh, dear God. Do you want us to get back to you? No, no. We got to get into it. We got to get into it. So, so unfortunately, this... You know what it was? It was extortion, Nick. Extortion? It was extortion, you know? This song was just a fabricated attempt at a man with a desperate attempt to make himself viral with a horrible, terrible chorus and then a decent part for himself. <laughs> and in the end, who wins? Well, Rebecca kind of won, so I'm glad she won in the end. 
I guess. But the song's true purpose was for one person, and it turned out to benefit the other. Extortion killed the song. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. It's a hot take. <laughs> Steven, you're shaking your head. What, did, what, what is your perspective? Well, upon further examination of the corpse, I have deduced uh, that uh, what killed the song was its parents. Why are you talking like that? No, it seems like it seems like <laughs> gave it the dramatic embellishment it needed. <laughs> it, it seems like it seems like I don't know. Or was that like your Patrice it, Wilson? That was my Patrice Wilson. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. It seemed like uh, seemed, I, 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 every time I think of like a coroner or like a, uh, a physician, for some reason, I immediately go to like a uh, Van Helsing sort of. <laughs> uh, her mom killed it. Her mom did it. Her mom did it. Her mom did it. I'm telling you, the conspiracy is there. Know. You know, actually, we, we, we've shat a lot on Patrice here, but he couldn't have done that unless the mom was the one who went first to propose that her daughter work with Arc Music Factory. So, you know what? You may have identified the real culprit. Me, on the other hand, though, I think this song just died in a horrible car accident because 12-year-olds were driving. I knew you were going to say that. The poor passengers out of the car. You would have been so upset because that was, was that was the first one I was going to go with, and then I changed it. You were going to be so upset if I did that. You're right. I would have been furious. I would have been throwing tables and flipping chairs. You would have had no idea what to say. Throwing chairs and flipping tables. <laughs> throwing I've, chairs. I throw the tables and I flip the chairs, which is actually hard. Yes. Which chair can I flip? Well... We have figured out Friday. We know what's up. <laughs> we're we're the first, getting down. We were the first ones to ever do it. And yep. that's the yep. end. No one has ever poked fun at Friday. We are not six years late to the party. No way. No way. This is hip news right here. This is hip. <laughs> <laughs> Even you sound defeated. Hey. You know, it needed to be done, though. If you're going to have something called the Sontopsy Report, we have, yes. bad music, this one needs to be there. Yes. So. Years can pass. We have to look over the evidence again with new eyes and provide our thorough analysis on how the song met its fate. And maybe one day Rebecca Black will be a guest host. And Rebecca be- Black, yes. If you if you ever listen to this, we would love to have you on at some point. That's another constant theme. We'd love to have you in. <laughs> we'd love to have you to Nick Brigadier's unair-conditioned tiny bedroom to record this with us while drunk pederast Mike Russell <laughs> drinks screwdrivers for several hours. Uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on our Facebook page at the Song Tops Report, our Twitter page. We also have a Twitter page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Retweet. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, any other things to plug, or is it kind of same business as usual? <clears throat> well, MrMikeRussell.com, is it finally up? MrMikeRussell.com is under construction, oh. uh, but but keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Let me tell you, some year, some within by the end of the year. Oh, okay, we're setting a concrete uh, goal. Now. If you somehow uh, hear me saying my website with under construction, um, what's the punishment? Judgment. Stern, vengeful judgment. Like more than he's already getting? Exactly. I don't know how it can get much worse. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I I want to make a wager. I want to make a wager. Sure. I bet you my website will be up before Steve's. Ooh. Oh, I, I like <laughs> this. It's good to have goals. 
I very much like this. And yes. I think what should happen to the loser, Nick? What what should be the? Here's the thing, though. If I don't agree to the bet, there's no bet. Well, that's why you have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> why would I agree to this? I think I think it's a healthy wager between gentlemen who ha- who can get their website up the fastest, and it will get us moving on our it own will. career, Steve. This is all right. All, all right. Up- I bet you. Um, I bet you. I will not make fun of you for one whole episode. I will actually. Do you it. can only compliment him. Actually, I can only compliment you for one whole episode. Wow! All right, all right, and I won't drink for two episodes. Oh, you're gonna do that thing you shouldn't be doing? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yes. Good on you. Pat yourself on the back. Yes, we're gonna have an intervention episode at some point. We're gonna sit down. You're gonna think you'll be recording it. And we're just gonna say, Mike, we need to talk to you. Let's talk about this, the morning screwdrivers. <laughs> and with that, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, what a segue. So, oh, you can reach me on Twitter at Your Man Trollo. Yes. Uh, and eventually my own website once I win this bet. Yes, once Steven Trollinger maybe wins the bet. And you can follow me at Nick Brigadier on Twitter. And that about sums it up. Thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm Steven Trollinger. With a fist fucking bared in my direction. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.